three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple, your humble host Hunter here. And guys, thank you so much for listening. This is the first movie of our Christmas series, which why can't I'm calling it our holiday series because this is going to go into like mid January, which I know some people will go, well, why are you doing Christmas movies in January? Because it is the holiday season and it got very busy, and unfortunately. Some reviews I wanted to line up, I had to push back. So, what you gonna do? Um, so, yeah, mid-January is how long this is gonna go. And uh, if you don't like it, get your own podcast. Don't really care. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, I'm reviewing a movie that I saw last year. And I went, oh, I should review that. And it just ended up being in the year. And I just didn't get a chance to review it. But my, uh, my special guest here is a huge fan of the movie. Uh, she is the host of her own podcast, uh, Wanderwear Loss, which if you guys love travel, uh, I was just on there uh, for her, her episode nine. Yes. yes. And she's going to be uh, posting her episode, her 10th episode here uh, this Friday. Uh, so uh, the uh, that'll be the 20th. So please go ahead and check that out. Uh, Allie. Allie, how are you, friend? Hey, doing good. I am so pumped that this is the first holiday movie review episode right? i didn't know that i feel yeah. so honored I, I honestly i'm really happy you're the first one to like to be on for this because we we're gonna do um we did something kind of similar last year but only did a couple movies i'm trying to expand it a little bit but since you have such passion for this movie and i have to say i saw when i originally saw this i was in the theater by myself <laughs> i saw this like at nine o'clock because you know, the, the demographic for The Grinch. By the way, we're talking about the 2018 version of The Grinch, just to clarify. The cutest of them all. Um, ooh, that's... that's, ooh, that's really? Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey's version creeped me the fuck out. Wait, oh, can I say that? <laughs> oh, oh, we cut the whole time. Oh, you're good, fine. okay. You're fine. Um, yeah, creeped me out. Could not watch it. Still can't really watch it. It's hard for me to watch. And the original is cute, but like... I don't know. I didn't watch it enough as a kid, so I don't have that same, like, nostalgic love okay. for it. Okay, fair fair. Yeah. So, I watched both versions a lot as a kid, because uh, one of my sisters, Beth, she's a huge fan of the Jim Carrey one. Like, he loves that fucking <laughs> movie. Uh, I am more of a purist. I do prefer the original Grinch. But I gotta say, for a movie that I was like, okay, this is clearly a... Clearly a cash grab. There's really no reason to remake The Grinch again. But they got Benedict Cumberbatch. And, uh, uh, so yummy. And, and oh, you, you're a big fan? I love him so much. He does such amazing things with his voice. And that sound that comes out of his voice. Uh <laughs> Do, do, do you need him in a minute here? Do you just want to swoon? I might. I might. That, that's, that's fair. I... I will say, I have a total man crush on, on the Benedict. Um, after I saw Sherlock, I was like, this guy is incredible. Holy hell. Oh my hell. god. And his hair in Sherlock. I think that's why I really started liking him. Okay. Because like, the way he has his hair in Sherlock is just so like, mmm. Yeah. 
might need a second. You might. Damn. <laughs> you got a drink there. Someone's a little thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I should drink more. <laughs> yeah. This is a podcast to do it. So, uh, and of course, I'm a huge Marvel nerd. So the moment he was announced as Doctor Strange, I was like, cool. If I couldn't love you anymore. And he's a great... I think people forget that, you know, he's Smaug, you know, uh, in, uh, in The Hobbit. So he's got... He's done some voice acting before. That's the biggest credit I can give this movie is I at no point thought it was Benedict. Like, he hit his voice like... Oh, my God. It's not, you know, it's not like the Grinch sounds, you know, like English, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, the whole movie. I, so, I mean, that that really is a credit because he has a thick English accent. He you does. Know, you know, so I was really impressed. Uh, he can't say penguins, which is just adorable. But <laughs> but but when I saw this, I was like, wow, okay, he's doing a great job. The other thing I really was impressed by, because I'm a huge fan of his, uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler, the creator, he was kind of like the music supervisor on here. And I thought he was just, uh, he does like the opening song. Oh my God, it's amazing. And I thought it was just, I thought it was just catchy as hell. I was like, I was actually listening to the soundtrack on the way to work today. I was like, oh, I, was like, I enjoy a lot of this. Yeah. So. I, so good. I, so the, the plot and I, I kind of put plot in quotes because if you don't know the plot of the Grinch by now, come on now. Like you, you should know this. So. Did you watch movies as a child? Yeah. It's, it's pretty simple for the guy. So I can't even remember how long. How the Grinch Soul Christmas is. I feel like it's like maybe 30 pages on being generous. Maybe. It's thin. Like, yeah, it's, it's not thin, very thick. It's a thin book. That's what she said. But I, <laughs> I was thinking that in my head. <laughs> Allie, th- this is where you say these things, okay? <laughs> like, our our listeners are okay with very inappropriate things. That's why they keep listening. You but, know me. I hide the inappropriateness I, very I, well. I know. And I... I had, a, I, I, I had a comment on be good and move on, but this is under 90 minutes. There's really no reason for this to be any longer than it is. That's what she said. But <laughs> but, but what I appreciate about this is that, and this is going to sound terrible, uh, and it will lead to a story here real quick. So being a dick to children is one of the quickest ways to make me, A, despise you, but B, make me laugh a little bit. So... My segue is my most horrible story I can remember involving a kid is we did, um, my sister, um, or one of my sisters, Beth, she was in, I'll say, like, fourth grade at the time, and they did the school, like, carnival sort of thing to raise money, and I was doing the cakewalk, and this kid in front of me, they're giving away, like, this, this chocolate cheesecake. I really wanted the chocolate cheesecake. So this kid in front of me was on the winning square and they're like oh it's like a whatever and i remember the kid like like looks down at a square and goes oh my god and i was like hey there's five bucks right there and he's like what and i pushed him off the square oh. <laughs> and i jumped on the square and i was like i won <laughs> you did it hunter oh my god you are horrible yeah so that's like the most grinch moment i've ever in my life. Well, one of them. I'm sure there's more. I'm just not thinking Dear of. God. Yeah, I was. I was 12. What do you want from me? I wanted the cheesecake. And by the way, the cheesecake was delicious, as well as a child's tears. Because I'm sure. <laughs> I wish you could see Ali's face right now. Like, I was like, wow, I never want to do this podcast again. I didn't know Hunter was such a horrible person. I mean, I've gotten kind of better. You know? 
But I appreciate that the Grinch, well, and I, if there is a complaint that I do have, I think the Grinch is a little nicer than I'd like him to be in this. But when he's a, what? I, I think he's a little nice. Like he, the, maybe compared to like the Jim Carrey version, where he scared the fuck out of the kids. Well, I, yeah, I mean, come yeah. on, like we mean the kid. I will say, that early on in the movie, he uh, interacts with this kid who's building a snowman, <laughs> and, <it's> the, <laughs> and so the carrot drops off his uh, off the snowman, and so he, he picks pushes it, up. it. Yeah, he picks it up. The kid's like, "Oh, thanks." He just pushes the head off the snowman. <laughs> Using the carrot like an asshole. And I laughed my ass off. I was like, ha, ha, ha. And so the kid's looking at him like, what the actual fuck? And so he goes, he's like, you're a mean one, mister. And before you can even say Grinch, he hits him in the face with a snowball. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that makes me laugh. I mean, again, as terrible as it is, I, it, it's just, it really amuses me. The, I think something I will say, too, that really I appreciate about this is that it's gonna sound kind of dark, but sick. Oh, bear, God. bear with me here. I always thought the original Grinch, like the Grinch, was like one more scene away from it being like, like, like dog abuse. Like it's damn near Air Bud almost at points. So I'm like, okay, Grinch, you're like, like be mean to all the humans, but come on, your dog, like you're not feeding them, like you're making a pull as a big ass slave. <laughs> like be, like be a little nicer to your dog. In this movie, he is a dick to the kid, like to kids and to adults. But he's nicer than Max, and I kind of think that's necessary for this movie because you know the dog is just you know the dog depends on you. Don't don't be a dick. So I appreciate the fact that he's nicer than Max. You know he's still like snarky to him. I think he's like snarky to Max, but he's also like Max is his best friend. You know, like and he recognizes that too, and like. Um, when they run out of food and everything, I'm pretty sure it's, like, Max's face and, like, Max pushing the food bowl towards him that makes him go, like, okay, we'll go to town, even though it's Christmas and I hate Christmas. And that's one of the ways they actually do stretch a movie out. There are definitely kind of, like, almost these little, almost like a video game where these side missions almost. So, like, he has to go to Whoville and go ahead and uh, go ahead and get more food. I did laugh really hard when, because he said that he bought enough food for uh, for the winter. He's like, how much have I been um, not 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 depressed eating? Is it depressed eating? I Emotional said? eating. Emotional eating. Thank you. Oh my god, the best. And, and they cut to him like eating a bunch of spaghetti <laughs> and a bunch of ice cream. It's a pretty kind of dark, like like it's played off as a joke, but you kind of go, oh, the Grinch is. Like, he's just, like, an emotionally, like, broken character, <laughs> so he hides it with food, which I was like, oh, that's actually kind of fucking sad, like... Yeah. You know, and so I... They, the movie adds new wrinkles like that, that I went, oh, this is, this is, this is interesting, I actually like this, it's fleshing out the Grinch a little more, giving him more dimension. When he gets to town, though, and he's getting, uh, getting, like, groceries... He goes out of his way to go ahead. This woman is a little on the shorter side. She's reaching for, like, this jam. And he goes out of his way to put it on a higher shelf where she can't reach it after he grabs it and basically waves it in front of her. And then he goes ahead and elbows the adjacent shelf so the jam falls off the shelf and just shatters in front of her. Like, God damn, dude. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're so mean. But it, it made me laugh. I mean... Here's the thing. I, I I do think that so I think kids will laugh at this, 
but I do think if you're, you know, like an adult like me, you will kind of look at this and go, damn, like the Grinch is, like the Grinch is kind of, it's like a little more cruel than I remember him being. Because, you know, you're a kid, you don't think about this shit, you know? True. But, I mean, what did you think as far as like how mean he was? Like, did it, like, did it ever, like, did it ever get too much for you or? So, I don't really feel like he is... And maybe it's just because the illustration is just, like, I don't know. I love the illustration in this. I think it's beautiful. They did a great job with Whoville and, like, how it looks and everything. But, like, with the Jim Carrey version, because that's my biggest kind of comparison. And, like, I guess the original, too, because his eyes get kind of crazy at some points. Like, he looks scarier. And so, I guess, to me, that's meaner, almost. Okay. um, Than how he acts in this one. Like, in this one, the townspeople treat him like he looks like every other townspeople. Townsperson. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they treat him like he's just another townsperson. So, he doesn't look as scary. (laughs) And so, yeah, he is our sarcastic, sassy, pretty mean, like, person. But he's not, like, overly mean, in my opinion. And I think what I love so much about this movie and maybe just like watching it being an adult now too, is that there's so many characters that you can relate to. I feel like that a lot of people can relate to like for a kid relating to Cindy Lou Who, it would be so easy. Yeah. So, okay. So that's the thing this movie does that I actually went, that is a completely new wrinkle. I really appreciate that. So, So Cindy Lou Who is like one out of what, three kids? Yeah, say. like three, three main kids. Yeah, and her mom's doing the, like the single mom thing, you know, which yeah, you know, they, she's tired all the time, but yeah. she's like super mom. Yeah, like they portray her in the movie as like a super mom, and which, I think that's amazing. Which I thought was really actually sweet. They should have had a black who go you know dick her down, but you know, <laughs> but, but <laughs> I, I don't know. And she's um, I didn't realize this at first, but Rashida Jones plays her or voices her. That's why your voice sounds familiar. Yes. Okay, that makes and a lot of sense. Anna Perkins. Um, yeah, I know. Anna Perkins. Yeah, and Rashida Jones. I mean, she's someone who's talented. Uh, if you haven't watched her show, uh, Andrew Tribeca, it's a really funny show. It's like uh, it's like Naked Gun movies, but a TV show. It's pretty good. But but I do appreciate that because again, I remember. I remember seeing Cindy Lou Who's mom once, I think, in the original when she says, like, good night, Cindy Lou, and just, you know, leaves her. I mean, yeah. could, couldn't walk her to bed, you know? <laughs> like, can I just say, like, oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Like, the Grinch is technically a better parent in that moment because Cindy Lou, like, her parents just go, like, all right, good night, Cindy. But the Grinch actually walks her to bed, gives her some warm milk, and goes, now, now granted, the reason he's doing it is to get rid of her. But, right. But he does give her warm milk and actually make sure she goes to bed. So... Uh, come on, parents. Where uh, where are you? Where you at, guys? Where are you at on that? But I I do appreciate the single mom thing because I, I'm trying to give away phrases to not sound terrible. If you're a kid and you're in a situation, you know we, we talk about it with like with minorities and women in film representation in multiple as uh, aspects of life in different um yeah different aspects of life is so important. So if you're coming from you know, a home where you don't have, and I know they're playing off as mom, but this could apply very easily as, you know, if you have like, you know, a gay parent at home or if you have just a dad, um, taking care of everything. I appreciate the fact they have just one parent here mm-hmm. to give you, to give you that genuine hope and to let you know, like, Hey, it's possible. You might be tired as hell. And as someone, I mean, I don't have kids, but as someone who's done that pass out 
moment on the bus because you're just so exhausted after a shift and you're just like fuck life and you just and you pass out i really preach i appreciated seeing that like because bus driver's like oh hey like i i can't remember he didn't like invite her to something or or no he says like cindy lou yeah. left something yeah cindy lou who left something like on the bus and he was starting to tell her and she's and she out. Was just completely passed which, out which which again you work a long day i i i completely get that yeah um as far as other stuff in the movie, I, I I think just on the floor level, this the animation on this is really engaging. It's really bright. It's colorful. They take advantage of how Whoville looks. Um, each character, and I appreciate this more than I do the original uh, hot take. Um, there are different shaped size Who's in here. They're like mm-hmm. they're they're like you know they're darker Who's or wider Who's. Uh, uh, Fatter Who's. Yeah, thinner and, Who's. Yeah, it's like a it's like a bus to Atlantic City. It's like <laughs> it's, like, it's just, it's just it's just Who's of all different shapes and sizes, which I really did actually appreciate. Um, there is a scene in here too where Cindy Lou is basically it, it turns like almost like an action movie where she rides this uh like this tube down uh to go ahead and drop off this letter for santa and i gotta tell you if you were a parent you knew your kid did this you would lose your shit especially because Cindy Lou who's what like eight in this oh yeah like maybe? At the, maybe at the most i was thinking she might be like six or seven yeah but yeah actually eight might make sense but it's 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 a trip, it, but it's a really cool scene that I think kind of comes from nowhere. But honestly, in the way that they portrayed, I thought it was well done. And it does lead to the scene where the she interacts with the Grinch, and the Grinch goes, "Oh well, you know, if you have this letter, why don't you just go drop out the sand directly?" Oh wait, no one's seen him, and he just walks <laughs> away. I'm like, God damn, dude! Like, okay, we get you're miserable, but My chill day. a little bit. Yeah. And he, he talks about how it's, like, the list of demands to Santa. Which, technically, he's not wrong about it. For me. No. Oh, which is kind of that, like, a little bit of truth where you kind of go, oh, like, oh, that's unfortunate because he is. Yeah. But what I think I really like about it, too, is just there's so many undercurrents of, like, life stories and lessons that you can take from this. Um, you know, like you were saying, there's a bunch of different who's, every shape, size, color, that sort of thing. Like... On top of that, there's also for kids, like, this whole, well, Santa is a list of demands, but Cindy Lou Who doesn't want things. You know, she wants her mom to not have to work so hard. Which, when I... Now, okay, so, it's become an ongoing joke on the podcast that I, I have been very emotional the last couple of years. I've been crying. I've been crying a lot. I, I watched Little Women last night, and I was crying. You I was watched like, it last night? Yeah. The, the, the new one. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. I want to see it really bad. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I thought it wasn't coming out until like Christmas Eve. Well, I, I got a screener for it, so yeah. I wish you guys could see Ali's face right now. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about it off mic. We'll talk okay. about it. All right, all right. Because I haven't reviewed it yet. We're circling but, back to this. But but you know you see the Grinch as a kid and you kind of go oh all right like I get why you're sad and so it does take elements from the kind of the original Grinch and then grabs elements from the Jim Carrey Grinch too. The scene and it made me laugh so much harder. Now granted I was in the theater by myself hitting my <laughs> pin. So I fully acknowledge that aspect of it. But I watched it at work today and I started laughing hard all over again and one of our eight uh, one of our managers, because Allie and I work in the same office, walked by me like, What is so funny? And I showed them the scene and they were like, Okay, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> but I was like laughing for five minutes. So there's this scene 
or after the Grinch goes ahead and gets food from town, he has he's trying to sneak uh, past this one neighbor, uh, this one Fred, uh, this one spot. Oh, we know Fred's the thing. Uh, uh, it's a uh, uh, Mr. Bricklebaum, who's played by Keenan Thompson, and it's it's like a Splinter Cell scene, like cuts. Uh, yeah, it's like a Splinter Cell stealth scene because he has to sneak past all these inflatable. Uh, like uh, snowmen and Santas and all that, and this one inflates and punches him, and I laughed so goddamn hard the first time I saw that. I went, "All right," I'm like, this "Movie's brilliant." And they're like, "This is a wrap. Let's go ahead." But, but and you just watch it again today. I'm like, "Yep, still funny. Don't even care how cheap the gag it is." But it's it's really it's. It's frustrating because I don't think people are going to give this movie enough credit. It does enough new stuff, I think, that it warrants its, its existence. Unlike that really terrible Charlie and the Chocolate Factory remake that they did, which I will never forgive Tim Burton for. But, uh, no, it was horrible. But this movie, you could show this to your kids and you could show them the original and the Jim Carrey one. And I think they'll grab something out of each one. This one especially, because the animation, it's very similar to the original, uh, it's very similar to the original, but it's kind of got like a, um, it's got like a different coat of paint on it. It's like a more defined coat of paint. It, it definitely is taking that hand-drawn styles inspiration, but throwing kind of a CG backdrop on top of it, which I thought actually really worked as far as how everything looks. Uh, the Grinch, considering he's not real, you can just see the little hairs and everything on him. There is a great joke where he uses like a, um, he's using like a, a like a, like a hair dye or like a fur dye, I guess in his case. Oh yeah. And I, I thought that, that was like it's called like green, like a gorgeous green. I think it's something yeah. like that. <laughs> and I'm really thinking that was just so funny, like uh, like a a joke that doesn't really need to be there, but just to imply that the Grinch is maybe like gray or is like turning gray, fur wise. I thought was really I thought was really fucking funny. Um, there's a scene too where he is trying to call a reindeer, <laughs> and he calls a goat accident. Like this goat falls in twice, it, it, and it's a it's a little gag that I just went you know for, considering they only use it a couple times. It, it got a surprising amount of mileage because <laughs> he's trying to get a reindeer. And that's something else that wasn't in the original. But mm, Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of random. But, again, you got to kind of stretch this movie out. So, I, I'll give them a little bit of rope on that. But it involves him finding this reindeer. And I thought that whole kind of mini arc, I thought it was actually really well done. I was surprised at how emotional I got. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, talk to me on that, like. Well, I just thought, like, that whole, like, him, like, going out in search of this reindeer, like, this is a big, this is, like, when the change for the Grinch starts happening, you know, when he's, like, gets so passionate about something for probably the first time in his life, and he's out in the, on this, like, adventure to find Fred, right? It's Fred. I believe it's Fred, I think his name is Fred. And he searches and searches, and he gets, you know, icicles splattering his gorgeous green locks back, and that sort of thing. And, like, he finally finds these reindeers, um, but the goat's still following him and, like, screams them away. It's, like, the most hilarious thing. And it, it's, like, if you watch the mu- that music video, it was a T-Swift thing, and there's that screaming goat. I, 
You, you lost me at Taylor Swift. I, what? Okay. I don't. I, I don't like Taylor Swift. I don't either. But it was hilarious. I, yeah, okay, we'll have to watch it after. But um, I just I feel like this is a pivotal part for the Grinch, and I think it's really cool that they added this sort of stuff in because to me this speaks more to who the character and like going um, beyond just who you see as the Grinch, this mean character, like in the original. There's not a whole lot of like backstory for him i feel like and there's not a whole lot of adventure for him in the movie either i and i and i think that's fair i think in the original like and again i haven't watched the original grinch in oh wow fuck me at least seven years eight it's years. been a while for me it, too. it's been a while i just bought it so i mean i'll be watching it here but um but the grinch just kind of flips he's just kind of a dick kind of a dick and then you know the, his heart grows and Boom, we're done. So it's actually cool to actually see the the evolution of said Grinch. There is a scene where him, Max, and uh, the reindeer end up all sleeping in one bed together. <laughs> the puppy eyes. Max taught Fred the reindeer the puppy eyes. And I, I will say, just as someone who just loves animal videos, when you see that look that animal gives, you're like, Damn it. It's like, you can, can do whatever you want. It's like, how can I even be mad at you? And uh, Fred makes a mean cup of coffee, so, you the, know. True. You can't be too mad at him. I mean, just going through everything else here, I appreciate... And, and, and this is still the, this is still kind of random, but they make the Grinch a little bit more of an inventor, which I actually appreciate. Because oh my it, god, I love it. Because it actually makes him seem smart and that this shit just isn't happening. Because even the original, when he gets to slay and like makes the Santa suit, you're kind of like, alright, so he can sew and do all this shit? I'm like, alright. With, with no real context, you at least see the Grinch drawing up plans and stuff here, so you go... Alright, like, at least, you know, at least this shit just isn't popping up randomly. So, I appreciate them making him kind of more of an evil genius in, in that way. Yeah, I think it's just more character development, you know? I think it's just that they, like, expanded who he is as a character, and I think that's really cool. They gave him a story. Yeah, and and while I think they did that for the, uh, for the Jim Carrey movie... And, and like I said, I, I, I do enjoy the Jim Carrey movie. I know, I know it's scary, but, but, <laughs> but, but, but I, I, re- I don't know. This one, re-watching it, because I rewatched it about a week ago, it, it's kind of found new life for me. I'm like, oh, this is, this is, because like, I remember liking it quite a bit when I left the theater. Like, like surprisingly so. But then, but then when, uh, just re-watching it here last week, I was like, oh, I really, really enjoy this. He gives Max this kind of like, almost this uh, Remember the Titans style speech where he's like, you're the best dog ever. You're going to guide my sleigh. And and obviously he's, you know, brown nosing or dog nosing. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> obviously trying to pump Max up. But it's but it comes from, it feels like it comes from a place of sincerity, which I yeah. appreciated. I was like, oh, Okay, like that's actually that's actually pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think that he recognizes that Max is like his best friend, and somewhere in the movie, I kind of forget where, but we find out that the Grinch is like fifty three years old. Yeah, which I went, oh, that's that. I appreciate them putting a number to it, so that that does provide more, you know, just context overall. So like, okay, like I don't have a problem with that. Um, do you think he did Cindy Lou's mom? I feel like that's the. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's where they're at. 
What? Like, oh, like after he became not the evil Yeah, Grinch? yeah. Um, I mean, it's a possibility because like he she's went, all alone and he like helps right away. Oh, here, let me take that for you. You know, like, like just super helpful. But I don't know. I think it's hard because like it is a kids movie, so they don't want to put too many like undercurrents in yeah, there. That that would have been the best way to end the movie. Cindy Lou, whose mom just coughs up grief for her, and you're like, oh, like, like, oh. See the Grinch with some mistletoe, like under. They they should just gone full tilt with it, just like like make it like Team America, both the Grinch. Um, but I think it's interesting, like, the different parts that do make this more of, like, a child-safe movie, too, is, like, him putting on pants. That seems so un- unnecessary, but it also makes sense, because every other Who is wearing, like, an outfit. They're wearing clothes. Yeah. But it's weird that he puts on pants that are, like, that match, I guess, his skin or his hair, his his shirt. Maybe he's also wearing a shirt. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. It's just interesting. Kind of to me to see that. I also have a burning question. Which is? Okay. So if Cindy Lou's name is Cindy Lou Who, and she is a Who of Whoville, then was her family like a founding family of Whoville? Or is everyone's last name Who? And in that case, are they all related? That's a really... Okay, I wish you could see how big uh, Allie's eyes are right now because she's like, yeah, answer that. I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Got deep, man. I think that's a great fucking question. <laughs> and that would be that would be actually interesting to know if Dr. Seuss intended for Cindy Lou. Like, but, you know, Dr. Seuss was on so much acid. Like, you go back and read those books. He was just, he was drugged out of his goddamn mind. Oh, but, for sure. But I wonder if he thought that deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's interesting because I don't know if um, the mayor does the no. The mayor's last name is McGurkle. Yeah. So who's played me, by Angela Lansbury? Who, who's also amazing. I. So I will always love Angela Lansbury because yes. I I love Murder She Wrote. Like, <laughs> and as a huge theater nerd, I just appreciate everything she's been in. And of course, Mrs. Potts. I oh my just, god! Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is the first movie I ever saw in theaters. So I, yeah, he. I was shocked it was Angel Lansbury because I was listening. I was like, "Why is that voice sound familiar?" Right. And, and I had to look it up when I got out of theater. I was like, "Oh my god, that's Angel fucking Lansbury!" Mm-hmm. Like that's the narrator. By the way, was Pharrell, which, um, if oh, which makes a lot of sense because this is a, a Illumination movie, and Pharrell's done the soundtracks for. Uh, all three Despicable Me films, so, um, so that made a lot of sense. Oh, and Danny, oh, Danny Elfman in the music, of course. That's why I like the music. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> so there you go. But um, as far as we're just kind of wrapping up here, um, I, I don't have a complaint really about this movie, like a hard complaint. Yeah, it's a kids movie, but I'll be honest. Um, God, the, the amount of kids stuff where they just clearly, like, sit in a boardroom and go, oh, it's just a snot, bunch of snot-nosed little fuckers who have to, like, drag their parents to pay for this. Like, we'll put a bunch of bright colors up there and not fucking try. There is clearly some care that went into this, a, a surprising amount, if I'm being honest. Because getting someone like Benedict Cumberbatch, I don't think mm-hmm. you get someone like him. Obviously, you're trying to sell tickets, but I don't think you get someone like him to just do a voice if you didn't give a little bit of a shit. 
the writers on this were Michael uh, Lesseur and uh, Tommy uh, Shirtlow. Michael Michael Lesseur's in a lot of really random things. He wrote Keeping Up with the Joneses, which is with uh, uh, Isla Fisher, um, Zach Galifianakis, uh, John Hamm, and then... Uh, uh, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself. Uh, not a very good movie, by the way. Uh, and then, and then he uh, he did You Mean Dupree, which I, I I don't like that movie either. So it's really weird that he's one of the writers. And then Tommy Shirdlow, he was a writer on on a a couple things here. He he wrote oh oh my god he wrote Bushwhacked. Holy shit! Okay, I did not know he okay. He's the best writer of all time. <laughs> so, Bushwhacked is one of my favorite 90s movies ever. It's a terrible movie, but it's brilliant. He did Little Giants. I love Little Giants. And he was a writer on Cool Runnings. I love Cool Runnings. So, he did Snow Dogs, which... Oh, he did Snow Dogs. Okay, fine. But I... Dogs. But I'm a huge... I'm a... Oh, my gosh. He's done several movies I love. That's kind of blowing my mind right now. But, um, the jokes in here... Yeah, they're for kids, but I think if you're an adult, you are gonna like you will definitely chuckle at this. So uh, there's some funny things like oh, oh yeah, Mister uh, what's the neighbor's name? Bucklebomb. Yeah, Bucklebomb. Bucklebomb. Yeah. Um, he. A uh, Bricklebomb. Dang it, Bricklebomb. You're close. Mister Bricklebomb. There's this one part where he like when the Grinch is trying to steal the sleigh and the dog like. Um, does the dog is trying to like a t- like get the Grinch or whatever and everything like that like the like Mr. Bricklebomb thinks he sees Santa he's seeing the Grinch but he thinks yeah. he sees Santa and he it's so funny he's like what is in this fruitcake and then he's like I'm gonna get me some more you know and like that it's just so funny you're not gonna get that if you're 10 years old yeah you know but as an adult, to yeah, me, that's like, funny. that's the kind of thing that are, that's, like, hilarious about this movie is the little little things that are snuck in there. So, I mean, I'll say for me, as, I, as we get to our, our grades here, I just had a lot of fun with this. This is a, you know, I think it was something like Norm of the North or, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of what other crappy kids movies there has been. Uh, I'm blanking, but, but... Where studios just really do not try. I like this way more than I like the Good Dinosaur. Like I remember, I walked out the oh, Good. Oh God! I remember I walked out the Good Dinosaur. And I was like, Pixar, Disney, come on now! Like I know you guys were probably like, Dinosaur will be enough to carry us through this. Like I mean, it's still better than Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. But I mean, <laughs> but just the lack of give a fuck that was in the Good Dinosaur is kind of amazing. There are some people here who have some passion for the Grinch, and I really actually appreciate that. So, as far as my grade, um, I mean, is this a go? F- is this a fan fucking tastic? No, of course not. I mean, don't be silly. But this is a solid A minus for me. Like, this is something. This is something I'll end up buying at some point. Yeah, it's on Netflix now, but this is something I'll buy. And every probably Christmas, moving forward, I'll probably put this on at some point. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really did enjoy this. Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, watching it back through. Uh, Allie, friend, your uh, final thoughts and your grade. Ooh, ugh, gosh. Okay, so agree with you on Good Dinosaur. I walked out of watching that and I was like, oh my god, why did I just pay money? You know, right? like that's how I felt cheated. Yeah, kind of. Um, it it was fine. I would have rented it at home for like three bucks, five bucks, something like that. But yeah. I, like, did not want to go spend. 
you know, the, the 20, 40 you end up spending if you also get food, which I always do. So, Fair. <laughs> um, that considered, I think I was just like really surprised by how cute this movie was. I went and saw it in theaters when it came out. And I thought it was just so cute, and it's such a great way to get into the holiday spirit, and Christmas is my absolute favorite. Same. So, oh my gosh. For that, it's really hard. Because is it the best movie I've ever seen? No. But is it, like, in my opinion, a damn good movie? Yes. Yeah. So is there something... That's like in between an A minus and an A plus. Because if so, that's what I would do. If not, probably so, an A minus. So like an A. Oh yeah, I guess. Huh? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you haven't even finished your drink. How did you? <laughs> I finished. Oh, you did. Empty oh, okay. cup. Okay. My that's fault. why I've been um, out of school for a while. Fair, fair. I'm old now. Clearly, damn. Okay. <laughs> so an A. That's what you give it. Yes, I give it an A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh man! Don't ever ask me to grade anything. Wow, got stu- got students would love you student teaching. Like, ooh, what's, what's, is there anything between a B plus and an A plus? <laughs> eh, let's give them an A minus. Perfect. Yeah, that's what we wanted. Uh, okay, that made me really happy. But mm, glad I could do that for you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate that. But uh, yeah, guys, let us know what you thought of the Grinch. I'd love to get people's thoughts on this in the comments because I heard. So- I remember I talked to someone, I'm completely blanking on who, but I told them how much I enjoyed this. They're like, really? I was like, yeah, man. Like, again, kids' movies a lot of times are. So, I saw Frozen 2, which I will review here soon. Mm, so cute. Um, so, I remember the, the first Frozen, I, I could not stand that movie for so long. Like, but I also was hearing Let It Go everywhere I fucking went. I was like, I hate this fucking song so when i finally watched frozen again like for the first time really since i originally saw it i remember watching going oh this is actually pretty good not great but pretty good uh olaf still bothers me just mm-hmm. just the whole like wow he just like freaks out <laughs> it's like uh, it's like calm the fuck down he's way better in frozen 2 might i add uh he's way he's doing way less of that like more mature. I think he, all the characters are more mature. Yeah, like freaking out and uh yeah, and Elsa's got an ass on her, but you know, doesn't need that doesn't either. Damn <laughs> what <laughs> Hey, you know if I'm an animator like drawing Elsa like eighty times a day for <laughs> six months, I mean at some point you probably go like, mm, was that a little bit here? <laughs> got those something for the adults, right? Everybody's <laughs> but, got a booty. Yep, yeah, true. Uh but <laughs> I mean, yes, in theory, but some people don't. Because, you know, it's like some people are just, there's just nothing back there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you drop a, like a baking sheet. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Yep, this is, this is how it goes over here. You went there. <laughs> yep, yeah. This, this is what we do. But Frozen 2 is actually pretty enjoyable. Don't love it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, spo- quick spoiler for it. The whole, the very heavily influenced Christopher Columbus aspect to it was not lost on me and when they dropped that I remember just sitting there in the theater just kind of laughing like yep that sounds about right <laughs> like this would be a thing that would be done because yeah so but uh yeah Frozen 2 review coming up here soon but um Allie, if you would not mind, please tell people where they can listen to your podcast. Ooh, thank you. Yes, so my podcast is all about getting lost, even if that means 
getting lost in like your own city or going to another country like turning off your your phone like walking down an uh, not an alleyway walking down (laughs) a street (laughs) that looks perfectly safe there you go (laughs) and finding like some really cool place that you didn't even know was there you know there's so many times i like go out in reno and i'm like oh my god when, when did this like when did this start becoming a thing i didn't remember this at all it's so cool um, so it's all about travel. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes. Um, hit me up on Instagram. It's Wander Where Lost. So just at Wander Where Lost. Yeah. Nice. And then episode 10 is going up this week, right? Yes. It should be coming up Friday. Um, Hunter and I have been very busy at work. Yeah. It's been, oh. it's been a little rough. <laughs> so this may be the first episode that it's slightly delayed, but I will get it out as soon as possible. Fair enough. Um, and guys, you can go ahead and f- uh, follow yours truly on Twitter at, uh, pardon me, on the Twitter, as I say. On at, the Twitter. At uh, J Hunter Real Pineapple. Um, so I'm just going to put this out there now. We will have a review up for Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker before Monday. I'm seeing Rise of Skywalker and Cats, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm really terrified of how Cats is going to be. I'm not super excited. And before it, people go, burr, burr, I love Hamilton, and I still am like, this looks like a shit show. Um, it looks far from perfect, dare I say. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But, but, <laughs> but we will have reviews up for that uh, before, uh, before Monday. So... Uh, keep an eye out for those. You can follow Colin on Twitter at the real. That's R E E L O'Neill, and you can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First, and you can follow us on. Oh, here we go. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean. And I think I said Spotify, but just to be sure, and Spotify at the Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will have reviews up, as I mentioned, for uh, Star Wars, The Wise of Skywalker. The, the Wise. The Rise of the Sky- wise yeah. Skywalker. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. We'll have a review up for Cats. Again, God help me. And we'll have a review up as well uh, before uh, before the new year for the following movies. A review up for Just Mercy. We will have a review up as well for The Irishman. We will have a review up as well for Little Women. Uh, which I'll, I'll deep dive in that and uh, we'll have a review up as well for Uncut Gems. So guys, the last thing I will say, go ahead and check out our sponsor, Stad Guy Studio at S-T-A-D-G-I-S-T Studio on Instagram and go ahead and use that code REALP2019 for 10% off your order. You are welcome. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening, for all your support. Uh, happy holidays. We will talk to you soon. Allie, thank you so much for being here. Thanks. You guys have a good night. <laughs>